morning, family. Let us introduce you to Triple M's weekend breakfast. Loz gets a parking ticket at least once a fortnight. Tomo is best known for having too many cold ones on a Friday night and having the smallest lips in Adelaide. They're your new way to wake up on weekends, 7 till 9am, Saturday and Sunday. Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. So one of the reasons why I love radio and, and working in hospital and that sort of thing, yep. which are my two vocations at the moment, also working in a flower shop. A flower shop? Yes, working in a flower shop. Give it a plug. Uh, 28 Blossom Street. Oh, beautiful. Hope Valley. Head out there for Mother's Day tomorrow. That, seriously. Mm. And no, today. Get your stuff today. Oh, okay, today. Yeah. yeah right. Let me go tomorrow. No, well, everyone does it tomorrow. Let's be honest. Half, half hungover. Rock up to mum's. There you go. Have a bit of this. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. By everyone, do you mean you and your siblings? Or? Yes, and a couple of my mates. Yeah, okay. Go today, guys. <laughs> go today. No, uh, one of the reasons why I love it is because I like... The mundanity of office life isn't there. Yeah. You know, the sort of distant sound of a phone ringing and, the, mm. you know, the printer going yeah, and someone photocopying. Water cooler chat. No, no not on. Not I thought required. I'd escaped all that, Tom. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all behind me until I started working at the pub, The Golden Model. Oh, God. And I realised that there was one last bastion of the oh, office. What the hell? The pen situation there is out of hand. The pen situation. Everyone calls their pen a boomerang. Oh, no. They've all got their own <laughs> yeah. pens. Yeah. And this is not a pub where you take orders. I yeah. don't even know what they're using the freaking pens for. Oh, no, honestly. Everything's on the computer. <laughs> I, I, I never, never understood people that love stationery. Obs- 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 like, and they think it's like their own kids, mate. I understand it if you work in, a, in an office like a high-rise building, but if you're working in a grassroots pub where literally every Thursday night, you get a free beer if you do footy tips, right? Yeah. So people yeah, yeah, have got yeah. their footy tips. And yeah, of course, yeah. no one's got a freaking pen when no, they come that's in. that's right. No one brings a pen no. to footy tips. So I'm expecting there to be just like some bics hanging around. You'd think so. And everyone's got their little pen in their pocket. And I'm going, oh, someone got a pen for this guy? And they go, this is, yeah. <laughs> one of them goes, this is a Pilot G2 fine oh, no. retractable gel pen, oh, okay? what the hell? I've, <laughs> I've gone through years of whittling it down. To my top three, oh, and God. this is one of them. Oh, here we go. This man is six two. He's got a mullet. Yep. He wears Rossies and short shorts. Does footy he? shorts to work. Okay. Footy shorts. He wears footy shorts to work. Wow. And he has a top three favorite pen system and has, uh, you know, people running around making sure, where's my bloody, I can't no, find my ink pen. Not on. And, and people that, oh, God, it, I, I just hate it so much. And they're like, just, yeah, you'll give that back, won't you, mate? Oh. Hear that? I flogged that straight off Ditmar's desk this morning. <laughs> That's where I'm at, mate. I don't give a shite. He'll never see it again. No, he doesn't even have a desk, I don't think, actually. <laughs> He's got one of those desks that just follows you around. <laughs> Everywhere he is is the desk. Okay, now, well, now now you've got me intrigued, actually, talking about stationary loss. Okay. What's your favourite pen? What's my favourite pen? What's your favourite pen? Because I tell you what, I, I flog everyone's pens going around. I don't care what colour it is, but I'll give you mine. My, my favourite pen okay. is the four-pronger. Yeah, it's You know okay. the big four-pronger? So you've don't. got blue, yeah. red, green, and, and black. black. Yeah. Who's using green to fill out a form, if you don't mind? If you're using a green <laughs> pen yeah, come on. as an adult, come on. you may as well be using lipstick. Hellos. <laughs> <laughs> last Saturday night, interesting night for me. It what was, do you mean uh, interesting? I thought it was just the same as every... No, no, no. I've, I've, play I've been, footy sink some cans. I've been very good, actually, no, this footy you season. Haven't. Excuse me? Mate, I'm worried for your health after you've moved back to Meadows. Oh, hang on. Now you sound exactly like my girlfriend, Charlie. I've noticed that when you were playing for Barker... Yeah. Trader. 
Oh, just quietly. Oh, don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. When you was a bit more serious, you were captain. You, you just seemed a little bit more don't, 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 serious. Don't tell me I'm taking my footy not seriously. I'm not seriously. saying that you're not taking it seriously. I'm saying that the responsibilities aren't as much on you now that you're not captain. You're in your hometown and you're also playing on a team with some... <laughs> Some of your mates who were... Some eccentric cats. Yeah, but they're also... You're all enablers, so like, you know... The weight's off the shoulders, mate. I just rock up and play and it's beautiful. Uh, Has your girlfriend Charlie mentioned this? Oh, yeah. We've had these chats famously. (laughs) Superb chats. Charles, if you're listening... She's all over it. I'm always team Charles. You know that. Yeah, she's all over it. Anyway, so last Saturday (laughs) night, tipped a few in. Shocker. No, it was all good. It was all good. But... um, so I've gone back there. Responsibly. Yeah, responsibly. Obviously tipped the couple in. Yeah. Doing the right thing. Um, so, yeah, so we had a good win, and uh, it was like the 2001 Premiership Reunion, okay? So 20 years later, the, the 2001 Premiership Reunion, my old man coached, okay? So okay. it was it was sort of a, a tip a few in sort a of A family night. affair. Yeah, family affair. You had all the Thomases up there. We had a lot of fun up the footy club to the, um, you know, to the early hours. It was good. It all was 106 all of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they come out in bloody waves, made out the woodwork. Don't worry <laughs> so about that. When we go back to New South Wales, Dad says, don't go kissing anyone. You're probably related. <laughs> You'd try, wouldn't you? You'd still oh, get well, rejected. Oh, I'm 30. I've got to have a crack. <laughs> anyway, so we had a bit of, bit of fun, had a few beers at the club. And uh, anyway, got back to mum and dad's because I, I don't live in Meadows and I just thought I'll do the right thing. I'll stay at mum and dad's. And, uh, and, you know, and then obviously I had to get up nice and early and come here to Triple M, which was all okay on the Sunday. <laughs> but uh, went back to mum and dad's and, uh, and I just thought, well, we could try one more. Because I was there with a good mate of mine, Fieldsy. I brought him back to mum and dad's. Mum and dad already going to bed. So we're out there in the pool room, right? At your parents' house. At my house. parents' How house. How old are you? Uh, 27. You're in the pool room of your parents' house. I know. House, God. 27 years old with yep. your mate. With a mate of mine who's 28. <laughs> He's 28. And minutes <laughs> off 29 to give you the strong tip. Physically 60. <laughs> if you did a check on his organs. Anyway, like, and I know this story doesn't sound good to start with, but boy, does it improve. <laughs> Because you've got some famous inventors going around. Obviously, you've got Thomas Edison, who, you know, made the, the light bulb on New Year's Eve in 1879. <laughs> you've, also got the, you've also got the magnificent Wright brothers who invented the aeroplane in 1903. Got any female inventors in there? Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, what a, History writes them out. Oh, God. That's why. Well, I tried to. I, they actually wouldn't let me type it in. <laughs> Not a triple M. No. Woman. <laughs> Don't tell him I'm a girl, Tomo. <laughs> I don't want to lose my job. Larry and Tomo for brekkie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so but then the next famous inventor is the old Tom Dog from Triple M Weekend Breakfast oh. because I did something that is just genius, I thought. Now, early hours in the morning, you've had a couple of froffies, okay? Mm, mm-hmm. You get peckish looks. You of get course. hungry. You get hungry. And we're in the oh, small town of Meadows, that. mate. There's no Maccas. There's no Hungry Jacks. There's nothing that can no get Uber delivered. Eats, yeah. Nothing. No. Okay? So... You do what the, everyone would do in that situation. Mm-hmm. A ham and cheese toasted sanger. Sure, that's okay? a great option. That is a good option, isn't it? It's probably my number two, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So instead of actually waiting mm. out in the kitchen for the ham and cheese toasted sanger, I brought all the ingredients into the pool room no. with a 30 meter extension cord, <laughs> <laughs> lied down, <laughs> waited for my ham and cheese to simmer <laughs> while watching Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. <laughs> Now, there's a Saturday oh. night we're talking about, Loz. This is... At 27 years old, at my mum and dad's house, I had a nice little sleepover with my friend, Fieldsy. Okay, so this is a cry for help. <laughs> it's a long, convoluted one, 
and it's weird that you're doing it on live radio. Very strange. But you need help, mate. I'm just thinking about your mum because I know Sarah Thomas and I've seen the set of her house and yeah. how immaculate it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you took all of those spillable ingredients mm, mm. after a few cans yeah. out into the pool room. Did you clean it up? Did I clean it up? <clears throat> Breadcrumbs everywhere, mate. <laughs> All over the pool table as well. And I just walked out of there like no tomorrow. Do you know what I said to him? What? See you next weekend. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M. Today's May 8. It is May 8. Yeah, and uh, and basically Movember are doing this thing where they're playing on the words May 8. Yep. They want you to reach out to your mate. Mm-hmm. Now, mental health is always something that's in the conversation these days, which is fantastic. Absolutely. And, it's it's all well and good to talk about it, you know, and we, we often talk about how men are significantly worse at sharing their emotions mm-hmm. and communicating those feelings. And as a woman, you kind of grow up with the um, luxury of being allowed to cry and being, you know, not that I think it's wrong for boys to cry, but no. society's kind of lets you do it. Yeah. If you're feeling emotional, you're allowed to. Um, boys at some point, you know, when they're little, they cry. And then maybe, I don't know, prepubescent, that sort of time, it's expected that they just get on with things and they're not allowed to show emotions anymore. And it can do significant damage to people and their ability to communicate how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll, you'll see someone who's just been broken up with or lost a family member and he can't even get a tear out because mm. he's so conditioned to not mm. let it out. And it's so bad for you. It's so bad to repress that all. And I think that it's really important for blokes to communicate with each other. We can talk about it on air as much as you want, but you've got to actually start doing it. Yeah, so we go, we go through the, the toughest year of, of our lives, if we're going to be honest, in 2020 in terms of... For small, a lot of people. Yeah, small businesses and people losing jobs, people losing money, and all that affects one thing, mental health. Yeah. So it, there is a big common denominator with all of this, and it, it's... It's, I'm okay. I've always had pretty good mental health, but mm. there's times where you doubt yourselves and what you're doing in your life and whatever. And I've had some really, really close mates of mine and family members who have struggled big time. Yeah. And to be that <clears throat> that sort of... Uh, it's sort of like a bit of a, a mattress sort of thing to, mm. to fall back on. And mm-hmm. I've always been someone that people would go to to have a conversation with. Sure. And even that can wear you down. So, yes. And there'd be a lot of people in that same position as well. And, yeah. and and that's where you need to, to look after yourself. A big one for me is having conversations with mates. So yeah. everyone these days drives around more than likely with Bluetooth in their car, mm-hmm. okay? In that, in that instant, picking up your phone or talking to your phone, which is perfectly legal, you're allowed to do it while you're driving, mm. and having a conversation with a mate just to check in yeah, is so, yeah. so important to do. Because I'm telling you right now, everyone's busy. Yes. Everyone's flat out with it all. But a, a quick two-minute, five-minute conversation can change someone's life. Well, that's the thing. And, and you know, I was having a conversation with someone recently about um, their partner. And she was saying there is they do experience isolation, particularly if you've got little kids yep. and your hey, life sure. gets very busy. You lose contact with friends. And I think people with little kids, a lot of their friends who are still single yep. or not, not – not that children are a burden in any way, but they don't have any responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of don't remember to invite them to things mm-hmm. anymore because yep. they're like, oh, they've got the kids and da, 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 life goes on without them. Mm. But it can be incredibly isolating if your friendship group isn't where you're at. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a big one. You know, someone who's not in a relationship, I think that particularly during COVID I noticed that the people who were in relationships were much worse at reaching out to me yep. and trying to communicate and tra- because they have that person there with them all the time. Well, there's that and they're looking after their own backyard as well. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, but they I think when you're when you've got a partner, mm. 
you forget that if you're single mm. and, you, you, you know, you don't have that person to always bounce off all the time. So, yeah, it's, this is what today is about, yeah. reaching out to people. Um, I know it sounds really contrived and yeah, forced because yeah, yeah. it's May 8 and all mm. that sort of stuff, but even if it just plants the seed in your mind to, oh, I haven't spoken to him in a while, I haven't spoken to her in a while. Bloody oath. Let's make plans. You can go out now. Yeah. You can do things now. So, for sure. Yeah. And the, the number is as well, Loz, if anyone is struggling for uh, Beyond Blue, one three hundred double two four six three six. Loz, one triple three five three. We want to know... When did your parents embarrass you? Constantly. Mm-hmm. My mum was is is still to this day, and I think this is what we all love about her, and this is what everyone loves about her. Right, here we go. She's a little bit eccentric, so okay. she's a painter. She's an artist. Yeah. She's got. She's just got her own style. She's yep. got her own vibe, and she's Canadian, and she's just she's a real vibe to yep, be honest. For sure. And growing up, that when you want everything to just be generic, oh, and you no. want to be like everyone else, and you want can't you just be like a soccer mum? You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum didn't get her full licence. <laughs> sorry, I'm already laughing. Oh, no. So sorry, Kath. I do love you, Canadian Kath. I'm so sorry. Mum didn't get her full licence till I, the fourth child. Yeah. I was in uh, probably year five, okay? Mm. And Dad, because he was sick of driving everyone around, yeah. and we went to a private school down the hill. For you sure. Know, it got was you. a 20-minute trek, every, you know. So Dad said, you've got to get your licence, Kath. I'm not doing this anymore. So we went over. I don't know which neighbour he got it off, but he brought home this... 89 hatchback Ford laser, bright orange, and I bright matte orange. finish, bright orange. Oh, okay, kidding. so it was like a home job paint. I don't know yeah, where you. this car got had you. been or what drugs it had been crossing borders oh, with, but what the hell? It seriously looked like a, a criminal's car. Yep. And Mum at this time was very into. <laughs> Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So how old was she when she got her full license? You didn't she say. would have been about 45. Oh, Love to drop. Four kids, four kids, pea plates. Oh, no. 89 laser. Yep. Listening to Pavarotti. Oh, here we go. At full blast. <laughs> oh, my God. Dropping us off at an elite private yep. school. A bottle with... of Moscato in no, between our legs. never. <laughs> Never. You can't drink on your peas. <laughs> so she's dropping us off. There are Beamers. There are um, Porsches. Yep. And mum is in this oh laser. And not not only that, the car's got some sort of issue. Every time she drives up the hill to get into the school, mm-hmm. this happens. <laughs> Hang on. Is that some sort of beat? <laughs> she's just going along with Roddy. Give him hell, Kathy. Give him hell. <laughs> so backfiring all over town. Yeah, right. My brothers and I came up with a plan to get her to drop us off at Foodland across the road yeah. because we just, honestly, like, and and the, the lack of consideration, like, I feel like when I have kids, I'm going to be a little bit conscious of not trying to humiliate them oh, or, yeah. if I, or I do it on purpose, you know. Yeah, that's right. Maybe she was because it was so obviously deeply embarrassing and, yeah, traumatised. What? <laughs> Oh, mate, don't get me started. I'll be here till bloody 10 o'clock talking about my <laughs> mum. Let me wheel and deal you out to Marion Bowland, Loz, okay? okay. So uh, I was about maybe 13 years of age, and, and just at that age where you start to, to notice uh, women, okay? So others are the, the opposite sex. So 13, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea beforehand. I just used to tackle them and play footy and all yeah. sorts. And then you're like, ooh, <laughs> Shelly gives me the fuzzy tingles. <laughs> 
what the hell? Why do I feel warm and funny? Oh, man. Anyway, so it was me and my younger brother, Ben, right? So we've gone out to Marion Boland with mum. Dad's working at school holidays. And there was Oh, this... that's nice of Cezzy to actually do it was... activities with you. Oh, it was fantastic. We loved it. Okay, so we went out there and it was just us three, right? So mum, Ben and myself, we're there in lane eight, okay, mm. and in lane seven, right, mm. are these uh, three young ladies, so at about 13, 14 years also. And you are so, like, when you're that age, just oh, the hint of a teen just girl. Just couldn't believe it, you know? You're so anxious, so nervous. Like the, the Rexona deodorant was enough for me, mate. Pheromones are pumping. It was, it was. Three new zits pop up. That's it. Here you go. And and look, I, I might have strutted over to, to lane eight over there and, uh, and bowled pretty well, was and made Strut- sure I. Over. I strutted over to the lane and made sure I bowled pretty well. Um, and, and when I right, it just okay. a nice little strike. <clears throat> nice little strike over there for the Tom Dog. And I walked back to my lane and I was pretty happy with myself. And, and I may have just out yeah, the corner of my eye, just a, how are you going? Go Can I just ask, um, had you had braces by this stage? Uh, no, no. Because there would have been a, a bit of an issue with confusing the pins with your teeth. <laughs> it was weird. Every time I walked up the bowl, I had to take my plate out. Anyway, mum struts over. It's too she's people a, to hold it for you. She's after me. Yeah, I actually had to pull it and put it on the uh, you know the bowling lane sort of thing that you need to roll the ball down into. Yeah, anyway, description. God. Anyway, so I've rolled on over, right? I've rolled on over. I'm back at my seat. Mum's up. She's got the ball in her hands. Yeah. I'm like, oh come on, this would be good. Can't go, mum. Go, mum. Give us mm. your best effort here, mum. Mm. So mum goes up, straight up there, bowls, and I tell you what. The, the weight of the ball was too heavy for her. So yeah. she's gone back. She's a petite woman. Yeah. She's gone up. She's gone up. The ball is airborne now. <gasps> Four metres in oh the air no. <clears throat> Misses our lane completely. <gasps> Cleans up the other girl's pins. Strike. <laughs> <laughs> and she I am there. She got a strike in the, in the other lane. one. Oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom on the bumpers over there, Lots. Oh, And then did she go over and say, my son? been looking at your boobies all day. No, absolutely not. One, triple, three, five, three, Adelaide. <laughs> when did your parents embarrass you? We got three tickets to give away to wrap the man. One, triple, three, five, three, hit the phone. Now, the UK correspondent's just straight on in here. Hello, mate. What up? You going all right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Now, embarrassing stories about your parents. What went down? I've got a lot to tell, to be honest. <laughs> okay. My so- dad was one of those, he thrived on embarrassing us. Loved it. Right, so we Loved did it, it on purpose. It wasn't yes. just who he was innately. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if... <laughs> You'd I'm hope pretty so. sure. He's yeah. listening at home. I wasn't trying to do anything. <laughs> I'm just like this. Just like that. He what is. happened to your 18th, mate? Yeah, he. Uh, my 18th birthday party was a big one. Yeah. And um, he invited all of his friends, which was a bit traumatic anyway when you're a kid. Yeah. You don't want all your parents' friends. And they were new friends. I was like, Dad, you're in your 50s. You can't be getting new friends. <laughs> like, new what are you mates. doing making friends with people? <laughs> They're all anyway. single as well, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> Throw well, your keys in the bowl, mate. Well, finish the story. <laughs> we'll so they, they all rocked up to my 18th um, without warning me beforehand and they all turned up in kilts. Oh, no. Oh. What, what, Bearing what? in mind, we have no Scottish heritage. Right. Like, I am English, <laughs> yeah. but we're like a two-hour drive from Scotland, which in English terms is a very long way. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they all, how many of them were in kilts? Oh, maybe like three or four. <laughs> And I didn't even hell? know half of these blokes. I was like, who's that? That's Strangers Mike. Oh, in cool. Kilt. Nice to meet you, Mike. Are you wearing underwear under there? Half <laughs> pissed on the lagers and then rock <laughs> yeah. up to an 18th. Hopefully. Your daughter's 18th wearing kilt. It was, it was, yeah, it was now, not a great Now, can I start. ask? I mean, oh, I don't know. If, I hope you don't know, actually. Oh, no. With the underpants, with the kilts. <laughs> 
You know, they say that it, you're not meant to wear uh, any jocks oh, under geez. kilts because mm-hmm. it's bad luck or Can it's bad form. Mm. <laughs> do, do, do you know anything about this? I don't, and oh. I don't want to think about it, to be honest. What do you well, think, I know mate? That it was their 18th birthday and she checked if they were all wearing <laughs> underpants on the way in. Just lift up your kilt before you, well, before you come through, mate, please. ID and kilt up. <laughs> <laughs> the weather in England, it's not great. It could have been a stiff breeze. I thought maybe she found out a very organic way. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, eh? Triple M's Weekend Breakfast. <laughs> With Laws and Tomo. Good morning. 104.7 Triple M. And the big, big game tonight, Lozzie, the showdown. Showdown 49. It all kicks off on Triple M at 6.50 tonight. How good? Played in Adelaide. Yeah, it is played in Adelaide, surprisingly. <laughs> Home game. And an away game, in a way. Yeah, it is. It, that's a good call, actually. Um, what shorts do they wear? <laughs> What, what Guernsey? Oh, oh, no, don't God. bring that up, mate. I can't have another conversation about that. <laughs> don't mate. bring that up. We're talking about the showdown right now. So show, um, showdown 49 as well. Which so is we won incredible. 24 each. Yeah. So this is the decider mm. on who's best once and for all. Oh, no, don't, don't bring that. When, they, when the crows are at six bucks, mate, you can't bring that up. <laughs> Do you know what I find amazing is that Port won the first one in 97. Yeah. And then we won the grand final that year. Yes, that's right. So they just had a fluky game or mm. I don't know. And they went to town on it. They're quite interesting, these showdowns. And Charlie Cameron. The small forward up at the Brisbane Lions, who used to play for the Adelaide Football Club, has mm. said this is the biggest rivalry in the AFL. Yes. The, the showdown. So Port Adelaide versus Adelaide. So that beats Carlton, Collingwood, obviously, Carlton and Essendon. Yes. So in his opinion, which is huge. No, and it I does agree. split the town right down the gut. It, there's a very, there's a big tension here. Mm. And I, like I've said a few times, I work in a pub that's owned by Port supporters yeah. during the week. And I feel really like an outsider there as a Crows do fan. Really? I yeah, do. Yeah. I feel nervous yep. to tell people. I found out one of the chefs, out of like 15 employees that uh, I've met, one of the chefs is a Crows fan. Oh, yeah. And I feel safer now. Yeah, okay. And like sometimes I'll give you my contact and just yep. we just know, yeah, just you, a knowing you know. feeling. You know. It's, it's quite interesting, isn't it? And when people talk about the showdown, the first thing that pops into my head, obviously the fantastic battles that they've had on the field, but off the field as well. What do you mean? 2002 Ramsgate. <laughs> what happened? You know that one. with what the. Happened? Well, with a famous uh, Mark Rusciuto here from Real Dits in the Morning, uh, taking on Josh Carstyle. One of the great stories. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I was like eight years old, right? Yeah. I was eight years old. And when this broke or when it all went down, I got my old man to tell me what happened so many times. And I don't know how much mayonnaise he put on it, but I loved it. I was just I obsessed with that a, story. I would say a fair dollop, <laughs> knowing your dad. <laughs> Do they, so this is a question. Mm-hmm. Like, we call it a showdown here. Yep. Um if if Melbourne's playing, if North Melbourne's playing the Demons, yeah. do they call that a showdown? No, 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 no. A showdown so is just South Australia. It's, it's just, just us. Adelaide versus Port Adelaide, mate. Like God. West Coast and Frio play each other. It's called the Derby. The it doesn't have the same sting to it, does it? <laughs> the Derby. Yeah. Give me a spell. God, they're different out there, aren't they? <laughs> it's all that space in between us. Oh, it's not man. right. Who are you? Um, here's a question. Go on. Pepper you're me. A, you're a gambling man. No, oh, no, hang on. Responsibly, obviously, dollar each way. You care a lot about um, how you do in the punt. Crows are at six bucks. Yeah. They're not the odds to win. No, they're not. Who are you tipping? Who are you Who are you putting money on? Ah, uh, well, obviously. Uh... <laughs> You're a Crows supporter. Well, if, I had yeah. a, if I had a sports bet, bonus bet or something like that, <laughs> I might be able to swing it over the other way, mate. No, nah, I don't know. Now, in my opinion, Port Adelaide win tonight. Port yes, Adelaide. that's not the question that Port I'm Adelaide asking. Port Adelaide win tonight. Who do you back in tips and when you're doing your bets? No, it's... Uh, yeah, this is I, it. Are you... Because when you I look I think at, with my head, mate. I think with my head. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not someone that tips from the heart. So when I look at the other people who work here when they're doing their tips... Yeah. 
they always tip the team that they're loyal to. I oh, think. hang on. Who yeah. are you throwing under the bus there? No, I'm just saying. I'm, you know, Giles will tip Crows. You reckon? Oh, I haven't checked this week, actually. Yeah, I was going to no, say. No, but you don't do that. <laughs> no. You often go against your own team. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that says a lot about a man. What? What do you mean, what? Going against because it's, it's all about the... Uh... When you have kids and they're playing... <laughs> Mm. And they're playing weekend sport. You're mm. going to go for the, t- the Mate, other I'm telling side. You, I'm telling you right now, if my kid doesn't make the local Sapsasa tide, I'll put it up for adoption. <laughs> oh, mate. You didn't. <laughs> I really didn't think you were going to go that far. <laughs> Bloody hell. So there's this guy who was arrested recently in Glenelg North. Mm. Actually, I think he was just cruising down Jetty Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, his, his car had a bit of a twist. It was an XL, but there had been some slight modifications. A convertible, mate. Well, it didn't originally come as a convertible. He decided that the roof wasn't for him. No. He took it off. He's cut the guts out of the roof, Adelaide. <laughs> he's lifted the roof off himself. It's quite interesting what the hell he's done here. I've got it right in front of me. So you can just picture this white XL that is, it, it looks like a sports car, a banged up sports car. It's had the top taken off. Yeah. It does look like a convertible. It does, I mean, actually. from a distance. Mm. With cataracts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be all right, mate. Get some rimmies on that and we're away. <laughs> no, it's no. Do you know what I mean by cataracts? No. No. What's a cataract? Not to be confused with Cadillac. The no. Car. What's it? What's it? A Cadillac. A cataract is the film over your eye that makes it hard to see. Oh. So I was saying, if you were looking from a distance with cataracts. Oh, okay. Did you think it was some sort of way to soup up a car? Yeah, I, I thought. Uh, I thought, God, geez, they're different out of Paracombe, aren't they? Brand new Hyundai. Yeah. Decked out with some cataracts. <laughs> Got all the chicks and the caddy. <laughs> We're okay. away here. Yeah. Okay, so the guy, have we got audio of this guy talking about the car? We do, mate. Because yeah. he's called it something very unique. Yeah. Mm, no, no, we no, don't. because you put the fader down. It's an XL, you put an S in it, and it's sexy with no roof. Let's start that again. So the car's name is the Sex L. And why is that? Because it's an XL, you put an S in it, and it's sexy with no roof. Oh, what the hell? He sucks. What's Almost he as much as we do. The 25, <laughs> the 25 year old man from Elizabeth Downs. Okay, so let, this is what he's been arrested with lots driving unlicensed, failing to stop at a red light, breach of bail, and for breaching vehicle standards. Now, if I'm driving around in that uh, souped up piece of shite, mm. I'm going to stop at a red light. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. If you've got stuff, you know, on your record, yeah. you want to be driving around in a car in pretty good shape, so we, you're not going to get pulled over for a random check. You'd think about it, wouldn't you? And this, it begs the question, on 13353 Adelaide, what did you nickname your car? The Sex Ellie's called the it. Se- did you Disgusting. ever have one? Uh, nickname. Yeah, for your car? Yeah, I call mine Molly the Mazda. Molly the Mazda. Yeah. Is that, is that today? Yeah, because, well, this is the thing. People who come up with the names of cars are very uh, creative people. You know, you've got the Magna. Yeah. The Mitsubishi Magna, Toyota yeah. Corolla. Right. The people at the Mazda farm, they are not coming up with anything too fancy. What do you mean? They got Mazda 2. Oh, yeah. Just giving it a number. Mazda 3. The all new Mazda 2. <laughs> the voiceover guy's like, can you come up with something better? Yeah, what do you got for us? Give me a bit of jazz. Throw another number in it. I used to have a Nissan. I used to call it Neville the Nissan. Oh, yeah. And that's about it, mate. So we're very, very boring, okay? We want to know on one triple three five three triple M family, what was your car called? What was the nickname? Ronnie from Craigmore. Hello, mate. How are you? G'day, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good, man. What was your car called? What was the nickname? Uh, Beta. Beta? Why is yeah, that? It was, a, it was a Mazda RX-4. Mazda, oh God. Oh God, oh Ronnie. Oh Ronnie. <laughs> okay, you can. Took me a while, but yeah. we reached the. Uh, yep, yeah, we reached, we the, reached um, the goal. The, the yeah, yeah. 
Darko from Happy Valley. Hello, Darko. Hey, hey, how you going? Is that your name, is it, Darko? That is my name. I'm loving that, mate. How good. Now, nickname for your car, man. What went down? Uh, it's Aggie the Sheep. Aggie? Oh. Okay. So, can you please explain this to us, Darko? Well, the car is silver, and chemical element for silver is AG, hence the Aggie. And my car radio ends in a BAA, like a bar, the oh. sheep. Hence, Aggie the Sheep. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Okay. I love how you've gotten to this conclusion. That's incredible, Darker. Do you have to explain that a fair bit, man? Uh, I suppose it's a good conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Absolutely. Down okay. to the pub, what's your car's nickname? Yep, no worries. Aggie the Sheep. He wouldn't be going to the pub, mate. <laughs> Deb, hello. <laughs> Deborah. Yes, hello. How you going? What was your car called? Oh, God, Deborah. Only my mother calls me Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I used to drive a 1965 Hillman Hunter. Whoa. I don't, I don't even think they make them anymore, but I called her Hillary. Oh, yeah. And uh, she was very cute. She had a big hole in the floor, so I could see the road as I was driving along. Whoa. Oh, my God. Flintstoning it. <laughs> and, ba- and back in the old days before the freeway up to the Adelaide Hills, yeah. I used to have to get her right back to first gear just to get around Devil's, Devil's Elbow. Oh, oh my I God. can imagine. Can I ask, Deb? Did anything ever fly into the car from the ground, this like with the hole? This is good. Oh, bits of gravel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing too interesting, though. <laughs> but poor... at least I could see where I was going. It was yeah. a pretty poor question, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> the turnaround on you. <laughs> Honestly, the turn. Oh, one minute. Oh. Fall out more than they'd fall in, I tell you. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, what fell out then? Oh, you know, just the odd wallet, key. Yeah. It, was a, it was a better question what fell out than what came in, wasn't it, Deb? Definitely. Lozzie, <laughs> <laughs> you there? You and Deborah should just, yeah, start your own show. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M. So we caught up with an old colleague the other day. It's his birthday. Went out for some drinks. Yep. Um, and this is just stealing from another radio station now that I think about it. Absolutely. But he told us that he um, <laughs> he went to the gym. He's gotten very fit lately. Yeah. He's looking very trim and fit. Went to the gym, he brought everything he needed, the little towel, uh-huh. the drink bottle, yeah. the, the clothes yeah. even. Uh, Loz, what? don't forget the protein powder. Did he mention that? Oh, no, he wouldn't. He'd use it, though. Oh. He would use it. He'd shake it up. He'd be one of those shakers, I reckon, when You're he struts on You're just inventing in. this. What do you Throwing mean? it on him. Yeah. Like, the other, he'd take that, the big tool. I think, no, I, did, well, I certainly didn't say big tool. <laughs> no, but he, there was no need for it. Okay, no worries. I'll take that on board. Cheers. <laughs> You were making fun what, of him for taking protein powder. What gym junkie doesn't rock up with protein powder in 2021? And you know what? You're right. I don't know anything about the gym. I haven't been since <laughs> Zest say. was open at the Paragon <laughs> in Tea Tree uh, Plaza. 2008 was my last membership, other than the Fernwood incident. <laughs> oh, God, don't bring that up. <laughs> anyway, so he rocks up. He's got a personal training session, PT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> he doesn't have shoes. No. And he's wearing RMs. Forgets the sneakers, Adelaide. So he's got his gym shorts, his tank, yep. his protein powder. Well, we're done off. He's got that. <laughs> and RMs. And he does the session. He does the whole session in RMs. The, trip, uh, the, 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 the PT, I should say, looked him in the eye and said, well, you're here. You're here. What are you going to do? You've already probably put the deposit down. Now, you live with a PT. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And your girlfriend, Charlie. Yeah, I was going to say, this is strange. <laughs> when did he join? <laughs> No, your girlfriend, Charlie, is a personal trainer. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Is she the kind of person who would be like, 
you're here, we're doing it. Oh, she'd laugh. She'd laugh. absolutely laugh. And I'll tell you what, straight after the session, she couldn't wait to get home to tell me. But this is just, this is rubbish behaviour. I'm sorry. I, even if they told me, the PT told me and said, you're here, mate. No, thank you. I, I, paid, struggle I, to, I struggle to wear RMs walking down the street, mate, let alone going straight to the gym. If it was Rossi's, if it were Rossi's. Well, it's a little bit different, yeah. The blue collar, yeah. hard working boot. <laughs> That's right. Because they got a rubber sole. <laughs> Even Doc Martens would have been better. Oh, absolutely. Tap shoes would have been better than... You'd see me in Crocs before RMs. At the gym? Yeah. Well, they've got a rubber sole. You could sort of... Can I just say, RMs are dangerous, mate. They're very They're slippery. Dangerous. I worked with a guy who had these black RMs, um, and he, we were, I was a maitre d' in a bridal sort of area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like a, a waiter slash barman or whatever, okay. and he bought these brand new black RMs. He was very happy with yeah, himself. absolutely. Walked into the kitchen, holding like four plates, mm-hmm. took one step on the kitchen ground with that sort of greasy slick on it. Yeah. And literally did the Tom Cruise slide across the whole room. Really? Hit a wall, smashed a plate, and the chefs were all like, oh, we're going to have to remake those beef cutlets now. <laughs> yeah, so it's got nothing to do with IHS. We're blaming the RMs. They did not care about it. <laughs> Back in the day. Who's concerned about Ari? Uh, producer, producer Benny's walked in here. Now, now, Benny, you've got a bit of a story to share about uh, something that happened in the gym, man. Well, this was like this is a long time ago because mm. I clearly don't go to the gym anymore. But I was there with um, one of the soccer boys. Yeah, and um, we just let that go by, didn't we? We didn't go. No, you look great. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We should have corrected you. <laughs> you were digging, and we just let you dig. Wow. <laughs> just bit of a yeah. hit Middle Earth soon. I actually am surprised you didn't like take the mick out of me going with a soccer mate. Or yeah, no, 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 things no, no. like that. You look like you work out. So I'm trying to say. <laughs> Is that no, weird? Not. No, I don't think you are trying too? to say that. I, anyway, now oh. you're getting weird, mate. Anyway, we were at the gym you're a bully. years ago, right? And we were on the back machine. <laughs> the back machine. You know where the weights, you know, you, you sit you down back. and you push yeah. up here, right? So we've finished and then this bloke, this guy comes in, fair dinkum, straight off the work site. He had steel caps, high vis, oh, like no. that sort of gear, the short wow. shorts, the tan legs, the blonde hair, right, that sort of stuff. And he goes, g'day, lads. You uh, mind if I step in? And we're like, oh, sure. Show you how it's Sure thing, legend. So he just like starts piling on. Like he picks that key up and moves it up to the heaviest weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sits down, starts to push his weights up, and he's straightened. Like, he's into it. He's looking at like he's red and he's. Next minute. What is he doing? Well, that's what we were thinking. This guy's just absurd. Hasn't even warmed up. He's just straight into it. And then he goes like this. It's so odd. Oh, geez, I've just shat myself. And just walks out. <laughs> See, I'm sorry. That would happen a fair bit, okay? If you're defecating, what? Like, yeah, oh, mate, absolutely. What? That would be things. But you don't actually verbally say it. Do you know Wait what I mean? Surely just get up and go. This process probably took two minutes. By the time he's like, get out, let's mind so, if I step in to bang, I'll be in the shower. This guy came in, <laughs> not even in gym clothes, interrupted your. He didn't have a water bottle. <laughs> he just, he just... Didn't even have a towel, the dog. <laughs> he's got a knockoff frothy. He's come straight from his bar. bourbon can down and just sucked him up. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M.